Hey everybody, I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm Michael. Did you? <laughs> and today, we're going to be recapping the second episode of Game of Thrones Season 8, The Night of the Seven Kingdoms, because we're born in Ohio. Is that what it was called? Yeah. The Seven Kingdoms? Mm-hmm. Um, Rightfully so, because I actually think that was the best scene of the episode. But before we jump into that, yeah, let's, uh, let's kind of give like a, a rundown of what this episode was about. And I'll say, as far as story, I got into this with Kyle last night. Because I was like, I asked him what he thought of the episode. Or no, he, he outright just said, that was a great fucking episode. And for me... I, I agree that it was a great episode, but as far as story movement, it felt like filler. And I'll explain. All right. As we get into it. You didn't you didn't make it you didn't feel to you like it was, you know, tying up some loose ends about some some <sighs> character stuff? That's what he was saying too, but I'll I'll get into that. So, All right. <laughs> the big things I guess that happened this episode were the so Jamie had showed up at the end of the first episode. So we get, okay, what's going on there? And we learn that all of my predictions, except for one, were shit from last episode. Because <laughs> uh, the scene where Danny is kind of interrogating Jamie uh, showed that Danny is actually taking the advice of others and not going her own way, which I did not think was going to happen. You still don't feel like she's got a little bit of a anger stuff you know oh, she definitely is building building a little bit a little bit i mean i don't mean a lot but a little bit well she definitely does yeah but <clears throat> i was expecting her there to be more conflict there she actually seemed pretty reserved like she she heard sansa change her mind yeah. after brian vouched for jamie and then john is off there sitting there thinking like oh fuck i'm fucking my aunt to not, he's not even paying attention. I honestly forgot he was even sitting there for, for a few minutes because <laughs> he was just there. And then she asked him, he's like, oh, uh, we need we need every guy we can get. Yeah. So I'm cool with it. And then she's like, God damn it. I guess I'm cool with it. Well, here's, okay. Wait, no, no, don't, let's not get into that yet. Let's just go to do the full I, overview. You want to do the full overview before I can even touch on what you just said? Yeah. Just go on. It won't take long because, like I said, I don't think there's a lot of progression of story elements that happened. You get a lot of character moments and that they're great. And that's where I feel like you're going to live in this recap, um, <laughs> which is good because that's what it was about. Um, the only other big things were, okay, Theon made it back. Sansa's happy about that. Uh, Danny tried to find common ground with Sansa. But Sansa's like, well, what about the North? We don't want to be part of your shit. What happens to the North? So there's still that rift there. Yeah. But I think they both, well, at least they both know who each other are now. Like, yes. They understand that. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> man, my voice is fucked up this morning. Apologies. I'll take the, care. Uh, <laughs> what's remaining of the Night's Watch showed up with the Wildlings 
and let them know basically the timetable they have until the fight's going to begin. So they started their strategy on how to defend, and Bran just arbitrarily tells the motivations of the Night King is just to erase mankind, essentially, like, and that involves, that's why he's so important, because he is a living memory of the entire history of the world. So if he kills Bran, the memory of men is gone, and he wants to have the the long night so he can just kill everybody, and then and it's all gone. And then, uh, yeah, and then what? And then he's just going to, like, you know... Just wander around the ice? Wander around, make popsicles? I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other two big things were, in my opinion, uh, Brian being knighted by Jamie, which was my favorite scene. And then at the end, John tells Danny that, hey, guess what? I'm Aegon. I'm your fucking nephew. And then and she I'm fucking your nephew. And I'm and I'm <laughs> fucking you. And her reaction at first was which was kind of funny cuz it's almost like they were calling out the writing of the show. She she was like, "So you got this information from your brother and your best friend?" Yeah. Doesn't that seem a little um convenient? convenient? <laughs> and anybody that, you know, could step take a step back and look at the show from that standpoint of like technically writing like cleverness it seems a little convenient yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's where they kind of acknowledged that but before they can really get into it and she seems kind of pissed when she's ex- accepting it she's like well that means you have a fucking claim on the throne because you're the last remaining male targaryen and she seems fucking i mean you could see it yeah. welling behind her fucking eyes like she's pissed but before they can get into it this horn blows and the 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 fight's about to begin and to me that's basically at least like progression story all that happened was basically hey uh i guess jamie's cool brian's a knight bran said the night king wants to just destroy all memory of man i'm aegon okay now we fight <laughs> but like i'll i like i i still think it was a great episode because of the character like you know one of my favorite episode or my favorite shows is deadwood and that's all about character yeah so this episode i still think was great but like i said like it when i so i said this to Kyle, I said it oddly felt like filler just because i didn't feel like it progressed the story much and how could it though i mean it was only oh shit uh it was only a day in the time frame yeah when several like many of the episodes cover like a week or like some longer period of time but you can go back now what were you gonna say (laughs) let's go back you you were gonna say something about the scene where with jamie when they're there with jamie if anything if anybody overreacted to Jamie, okay. I thought Danny's tone was just right, and everyone couldn't be so irritated, and they couldn't just execute Jamie. That made absolutely no sense because they already all were just sitting with Jamie. How many ever weeks ago is supposed to be at that at that meeting? And she didn't say at the time, "Oh, look, there's the fuck that killed my dad." Well, that, I think that's a different scenario. So that was a scenario. But she didn't where even glare at him. Like there wasn't even this long. Like unsettled, there's that motherfucker. I mean, well, if they it's did, like, it's, you know? like, it's like every 
wife of every leader who has to come meet Trump, where they, they smile and they're nice, even though they think that guy's a dick. Yeah. That's kind of how that was. That's in the, how, that's in how the you're previous, taking it. Yes. Where she had to put on a nice face because they were trying to get help. After she showed off by landing in on our dragon? Well, yeah, she had to do a display of power mm-hmm. just to let them know, like, okay, I'm the real deal. Now look at my fucking crazy ice zombie. Now, you want to help or, or not? And they said they would. But when Jamie shows up and there's no help, she's like, okay, you are the piece of shit <laughs> that I knew you were. And her, now her I can tone, tell you. Her tone was right for me. Like, she didn't get, like, start yelling at him or get overly, you know, zealous about, oh, I want this fucker dead now. So if they would have done that, that would have bothered me. Yeah. No, I think they played it well. Um, but I thought that she was going to propose, like, some kind of punishment or something to can you you tell me something i couldn't which you left me a little bit puzzled but maybe you caught it and i didn't when when jamie went to bran at the tree okay and Mm -hmm. to kind of apologize yeah um when he said you didn't tell them was he talking about you didn't tell them that i was the one that pushed you out the window yeah everyone fucking knows he's the one that pushed him out the fucking window do they that's yeah that's why the whole fucking thing pretty much started and then because he didn't die out the window then they thought at the time Tyrion sent the knife you didn't think anybody put that shit together no i don't think the the surviving starks any of them knew because he was unconscious for a long time and by that time i think i mean sansa Arya were already at king's landing with ned i'm just no, that's right, because I guess Ned finds out on his own that Robert has a bunch of bastard sons and that those kids were not his. They were, and then puts that together. For some reason, in my head, even though I just rewatched the entire series, I kept thinking, this is kind of a known thing. Um, to my knowledge, only Catelyn and probably a few people yeah. knew, like the old maester, but all those people are dead. So I don't think Sansa and Arya, everyone else was spread out. Yeah, yeah I guess that makes sense. Okay, because I, I was like, wait, what? What? Uh, I liked his response though. He was like, "Well, if you're dead, you're no help." Yeah, and like he's some, you know, he's he's the three eyed raven now, so he doesn't give a shit. He's, he doesn't really have any worries about what happened to him in the past. Right. No. No. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, what did you um, want to just? Actually, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna backpedal just. But there's two two best scenes. Okay, the brand being knighted, and the reveal that ghost is still around. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> He's just there on the wall behind John. Yeah, I he, you know they're they're probably gonna kill that fucking direwolf in the next episode. But they just had to they they because everyone's everyone's been bitching forever. Like, where are the fucking direwolves? Yeah. Ghosts should never be leaving John's side. No. And that... part of that's because CGI is expensive and they're using it all on dragons. And really with this, they're it's not so much CGI as they're just enlarging a dog. And right. it never looks quite right, it usually. Doesn't. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I feel like they just were like, nah, let's not do that. <laughs> so direwolves are just kind of, we know that they're around, but we just never see them. It's like the first, the first book in the first season... They make a. I mean, there's a huge a point. Huge, a huge point that they've got these. 
<laughs> dire wolves and and you care about them because they're associated with each of the stark children yeah like their their connection to the stark children are like i mean they're they're bound like so tightly yeah and they just dropped that and i i feel like that's i mean part of that's just because they're doing a uh, you know visual medium and series and things cost money or things they may they might have not have been happy with how it looked I don't know, but there's certain things they dropped, like they, they they dropped trying to have Jamie and Tyrion be blonde. <laughs> oh yeah, they completely yeah. dropped that yeah. when the Lannisters are all blonde, all, right. all golden of hair. Yeah, but it's like it's things that happen where they're like, well, no one. This is a detail that no one really necessarily cares about, so they drop it. It's or a slow change into becoming Starks. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> what about was it a little bit uncomfortable? And I know she's I know she's a young woman now. Are you talking about the Arya sex scene? Because you're I so, think that was the worst scene in the entire episode. I, I was trying to it I was uncomfortable. It's also it didn't help that I literally just finished rewatching the whole series, but like it's still very fresh to me how little she was at the beginning when this right. show started, and I still feel so, like she's still I think there's a couple things going on with you having that feeling for that, that how you're taking that and how, how I took it and how probably a male perspective takes it versus a female perspective. Okay. For a female perspective, I could see it being this empowering thing because Arya is like, Arya is almost like the first woman that it's like, okay, I'm going to fuck you. Sure. And like she takes charge and it's her decision. She's doing it. Uh, but for us, like it's, this is just a cultural thing where like you're, you seem more protective of your daughter than your son. I'm very much, yes, very much so. So in the fact that we've watched Arya from a little tyke to now, you, those same feelings are coming into play. So where you're like, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like watching your daughter have sex. Yeah. Don't ever think about that. Yeah, I'm God, sorry no. I said it. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so it's, it's, so it's, it's like, oh yeah, she's an adult now, I guess, but, uh, didn't want it i didn't want to see it yeah it was weird because i don't think Arya needed to be a sexual character she's she turned into this assassin this badass yeah and i guess from the standpoint of her like one the one being taking control i guess it makes sense but for me like it just felt kind of shoehorned in there it's something that was not needed they like they just okay i'm gonna bang gendry now yeah and that was definitely a body double. But but I did see yes. But I mean, I, I was hoping as as a fan of the of, of the characters that the two of them would, of course, end up together. She's liked him since she was little when she first met, you know saw him. You could tell that she was attracted to him. Yeah, there was flirty little this um, and that's. Yeah, I guess I just didn't need to see her completely undress. Let's let's get it started. Let's let's know what's going to happen and then let's just go away from that scene. Well, for for Game of Thrones, it was fairly timid. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, you no, it absolutely was timid for Game of Thrones. There I was mean, there was no bush, there was no dick swinging. There was, was... Com- coming off that bronze scene in the first episode where you saw like it like well you didn't actually see the insertion but you saw the motion of like, "Oh, hey, I'm putting my dick yeah. in my pussy now." Uh Yeah, that was going, going from that to some tasteful side boob and a little bit of butt. I mean, that's... It's not porn, it's HBO. No. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Wait one second here. Yeah, so for the whole episode, that's the only thing that felt kind of out of place to me. 
Mm-hmm. It, it like, I mean, I liked, I liked all the character, like all these character moments. Uh, I like that she kind of went to the hound and talked to him for a bit. Yes, I needed that, and just kind of like it was. It wasn't like she didn't say like, "Hey, bud, we're we're good." Yeah, but it was more like acknowledging like, you know, why are you here? I like, and he said, "I fought for you." Yeah, because she said you only fought for yourself. He said, "Well, I fought for you." So that was a nice moment. It was, yeah. And then Beric Dundarian comes, and she's like, well, I don't want to talk to you fucks. Yeah. <laughs> I got a young dick to go sit on. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> and she got her weapon. Yeah. So that's a thing. Which, from her schematic, it looked like that dagger is supposed to shoot it out or whatever. Out, yeah. So, I mean, they didn't show that. But I guess that might be some kind of. She's gonna use it to next... save. She's gonna use it to save somebody. Okay. By the way, I, I honestly think I don't see a. I don't see her dying in this war. I see. The, I don't either. I, I see, like Jamie. Well, let's get to predictions toward the end. Let's go through some of these other character moments. I know you want to. You, you want to jump just, all just, around. Just, all right. All I'm right. Trying, all right. Just I'm trying go. to give some kind of structure. I'm gonna here. give you some structure. Um, Lay it on the table. <laughs> have you build on it? <laughs> Go on. Uh, Brian, the, the like the whole drunken group around the fire scene. Yeah, with Brienne getting knighted. That was my favorite scene of the whole episode. I liked that group getting together. I liked Tormund. <laughs> like his look, man. Well, first of all, when Tormund comes back in and he like spins around, is the big woman still here? <laughs> yeah. Fucking loved it. I loved. I laughed every time he fucking talked. And then when he sees her, like sitting next to Jamie, and like Jamie's saying something, things to her, and he's like, "Well, you know, they call me Giant Spain because I killed a giant and fucked his wife. Actually, he didn't fuck his wife. He just went into bed with her, and apparently he suckled, suckled her at teat. her teeth. Suckled at her teeth, and that's why he's so big and strong. Uh, which is fucking amazing because he, <laughs> it's sort of that guy like bo- boasting about himself to try to make the other guy seem like yeah, not so much. So they're both like fighting over me. <laughs> That, that that was great. Um, all their little banter between that group was good, and then Brian getting knighted. Brian, Brian, this was kind of Brian's episode, which I, like I said, the 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 title of this episode kind of fits because Jamie comes and he acknowledges her for one because he wants to fight for her, and she's so used to him giving her shit and being kind of the old like sarcastic, shitty Jamie that she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right. And he's like, well, I want to fight for you. And she kind of was like, okay. And walks off like, what the fuck? And then he knights her. And that's like the full, like, except like him acknowledging Brian for for how awesome she is. Yes. <laughs> so I, I do love that character. Um, although the behind the scenes thing where he, they're saying like, you know, Brian loves Jamie, but mm. doesn't under, like... These aren't feelings that are like normal for her. Like she doesn't really I understand. I didn't watch the thing afterwards. Okay. Well, that they mentioned that. And I didn't even watch it. I don't watch the trailer for next week either. I literally watched nothing. They didn't really show much in the trailer. Like right. it's all implied action. Well, um, well, Cersei's the one that pointed out that Brian was in love with them. I mean, not that you couldn't tell as the viewer. Right. But Well, Kara didn't buy it. That she loves him? Yeah. She is. A, I don't feel like they're displaying that like in a very obvious way i think brian feels like she's not attractive enough for him 
not she's not she's so well, she's like, not she's always come been out and, yeah made fun of and whatnot yeah but even cersei says to her before she leaves she makes a point saying you love him was that last season um yeah i think it was yeah because that was at, at the uh yeah okay at the council it was right after the council meeting when they were walking away you do have a little benefit because you've been rewatching the yeah, show yeah yeah um i'm trying to look over my notes notes i guess i mean i guess theon and sansa's relationship now makes sense because he got her out of winterfell like she was he was her last like pillar like the only thing of familiarity yeah in that situation he, he got her out of it and he could have he could have stayed away after he fucked over he he could have said came, i did enough when yeah, i got you back. out and he still came back anyway yeah yeah i appreciate him coming back like they're they're doing well with that character yeah uh let's go back to the whole like brand thing all right so he's gonna be out in the open to for them to help draw the night king out who's gonna fly over the fucking dragon and just blast his dick hole i mean honestly it's what he could do yeah <laughs> it makes no sense but don't worry he's got theon yeah <laughs> to, to Theon, theon will do what yeah and Bran and, and you saw Bran go, you know, nod and say, "Yes, I will take your protection." Like what? I think he was just acknowledge like that was another thing of acknowledging like their acceptance of Theon back yeah, because sure. Theon had taken the castle from young little Bran. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Just the plan doesn't. I mean, it doesn't make solid sense to me. No. If does. he was in the crypt, I mean, if the Night King can feel where he is, I feel like that would still attract him yeah. and draw him out but i'm sure it'll be some thing hopefully there's not some fucked up thing that they're putting all the women and children in the crypt and then somehow some way mr ice king brings up all the dead starks and they slaughter all the people in the crypt <laughs> that'd be fucked up that would be really fucked up but they'd all and, be bones right now and I that'd mean, be weird but but you know what you've seen plenty of uh you've seen bone. that are just bone people yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't think about that because I don't really know the extent of the Night King's power. Yeah. You do, I mean, I just figured those bone things were like whites that had been around for That's what I assumed a as long well. time. Yeah. But maybe. Who knows? I mean, John's mom could rise and... Yeah, that'd be fucked it's up. It's going to get all kinds of fucked up. Uh, Johnny has an interesting theory that I'll bring up. And I'm sure he doesn't mind me bringing it up. And if he does, what can he do about it? Uh, his theory for how the Night King dies is kind of interesting. All right. He thinks that Bran will, like, warg into him in the past. Into, like, when the Night King's being created. Yeah. And Arya will stab Bran to kill him. Which, in chain reaction, kills the Night King. Because we've seen that Bran can affect the past. Like, he warged into Hodor. Yeah. And created Hodor, essentially. But then he's in Hodor. Why would... I don't understand how Arya kills... Stabs Bran. Or he, or she stabs the Night King. No, she stabs Bran. Who's currently... She stabs Bran, who is warging into yeah. the Night King so in then, the past. So he therefore becomes the Night King? Yeah, kind of. Okay. And then what? And then the Night King dies. Why would the Night King die? Because he's he's essentially killing the Night King before he became the Night King. Although I don't know about his idea or of it being 
necessary that he'd be warging into the Night King in the past. Because he could do it at any point of time. If you do it in the yeah. past, then you open up a whole ball of wax of oh, yeah. time shit. Like the butterfly effect deal. So that would undo a lot of things. I don't think uh, Brandon the Builder would have built the wall then. Like that kind of stuff. Right. So I don't know if... like I think it's an interesting theory of like utilizing Brand's ability in some way to go against the Night King. So I, I think it's just a cool idea. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've read other people's theories about him doing that as well. Why doesn't he just pop into him and do this or that? But it seems too simple. Well, he might not be because... Might, might not be able to because the Night King is a pretty mystical type creature yeah. himself. So I don't know the extent of Brand's abilities to warg into other things. Because obviously certain things are protected by magic, like the Night King couldn't get into that cave where the children of the forest were because it was protected. Kind of, I think they kind of established kind of like, you know, Brand can control things that are the living, mm-hmm. and then the Night King can control only things, things that, that are, are the dead. dead. Like this whole this yin-yang type deal thing. I never thought about that, but that's, that's true. At least that's how I was taking it, you know. Yeah. But Brand's just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've definitely made him strange this season. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else like worth talking about with these character. I mean, Jorah had his nice character moment with Sam, where Sam kind of gave him his family sword and talked about how his dad yeah. made him a man, and he felt that he should offer this sword but, to him. But I'm confused. So I know he said he can't really lift it. Yeah. To fight with. Okay, I get that. But it's like he did this whole thing with John where, no motherfucker, I'm going to fight. I'm not going to go down and I'm going to fight. Well, he might be, he'll probably be using some kind of dragon glass weapon. I'm just saying. Do well, that. Do, 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 I don't know, flip it around or something. <laughs> flip it around, man. I mean, it's it's not betraying his character. He's, 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 and not, I find it, he's not a good fighter. I find it odd that Tyrion's going to be down with the women and children. Well, I don't. Well, I get what they were doing with that. It was Danny's way of apologizing, acknowledging, like his. I understand. Which Jorah put her up to, but the end of the episode ends with him up on, you know, the castle walls, looking out. Yeah. At the army approaching, so he's going to have to go down there. I don't know if he will. Right. Because I mean, he's already been in. I, I think mean, he needs to be. He was up unconscious there. for one battle, but like the Blackwater fight. He yeah. needs that kind of to help strategize the whole time while, or if it's something starts to go, but, but man, they're like, this isn't like a normal, they better not do this kind of like a, it's got to just be a damn swarm. I don't see any other way they can do it. They've established that they just swarm. They just swarm the whole time, you know? Right. And we, we don't really know the extent of the Night King's army. And what sucks is if they kill anybody, he just, you're adding to his ranks. Yeah. Well, he's going to fly in. They already showed just all the other ones on the horses. He's not even there. So he's definitely flying in. And I, I don't see how this is even going to work. That fucking dragon just come in in all reality and just ice blast the shit out of the whole place. Kind of like how Danny could easily just have gone into, uh, you know, where Cersei is and blow up the whole fucking place, which is what Tyrion said. You don't, you don't come in and kill everybody off to take it over. There's nobody left to rule. Right. Which that makes sense. Yeah. That is a very logical explanation as to why not to do that yeah why the night king doesn't 
do that himself? I mean, the only thing you'd say is Danny sells two dragons and that's what'll hold off the ice dragon from coming close enough. Right. But they already said that they were going to hang that, like have the dragons hang back, which I think is bullshit. Yeah. To protect Bran. Yeah. How, how does that, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, all right, you need to keep coming in and blasting yeah. the fuck out of that entire swarm over and over and over, over and over. It's the only thing that makes sense, unless they're afraid that they're going to get King's ice, going to get ice his, javelin uh, again. His Olympic throw of that javelin again and take down another dragon. I just wish he didn't put his hand up to measure the where he's going to throw it. Just look and throw. It would have been way cooler when he had that hand come up to kind of steady himself. I'm like, all right, you're really making yourself. That kind of made me laugh, though. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, like, so, like I said, like, plot-wise, there's not a lot that we were able to talk about. I mean, there are wrapping up, like, bringing some things full circle, sure. What's gonna, okay. But that's more just, like, giving characters kind of a bookend in case they die next week. Actually, I'm gonna steal somebody else's line, too. Uh, when the Rocketman was texting me this morning wondering where the fuck our episode was. Yeah. He, he had a great, uh analogy of what this episode felt like he's like you know when like a, a, a big group of people like go like to a wedding and they all stay in the same hotel block together that's what this episode felt like they were all just kind of there for a common cause and not necessarily all being uh important to each other but they're just kind of there and just oh, let's talk <laughs> it was very much <laughs> like that yes yeah yeah so i think that Arya is not gonna die mm-hmm that Jamie and or Tyrion, more likely Jamie's going to die. But because the Night King doesn't win-win his normal way, which is to wipe everybody out and resurrect everybody and move on, Jamie's corpse is still there. They kind of let that go, drop it. Jamie died, poor guy. They move on to whatever the hell else they're doing. And the whole time Arya went over and stole his face. So that later on Arya shows up as Jamie and kills All Cersei. Kill. Oh. I like that. It makes me. I then, don't like. But then I wonder what they're Arya gonna do with the mountain. dying. But well, I feel like we gotta have. The you gotta hound. have the hound, and you gotta have that fight. Oh yeah, that's very the Clegane bowl. That has to be satisfied. Yeah, Clegane bowl. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. I kind of like that. I don't know why Jamie wouldn't be part of like he wouldn't be resurrected. Right? I maybe the the. The Night King doesn't resurrect until like okay we we got everybody, let's get rid of that's 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 everybody okay all you dead people stand up yeah got to replenish this army, and then move on maybe he doesn't do it until the I, end I don't see here's the thing I don't see them doing this enormously long episode with a huge battle okay we're gonna have a huge character loss it's, yeah it's got to happen but then I, are you prepared uh, yes and no I, I see I. Because they've made it to the end, that's, ep- what, I, that's what I need. I think like this episode is trying to prepare people. Like they gave everybody kind of a happy thing or like some yeah. kind of resolution in some way in order to take that character away next yeah. week. Yeah. I don't think Arya is going to bite it either. But well, I'm interested in, what, in what's chasing her. Because they showed that in the original trailer. Okay, uh, you didn't see the trailer for this. They showed the original trailer. Something was chasing her. She's yeah. running away from something. They showed that again 
for this like preview for the next episode. So something must get in the castle. Yeah, yeah, it's chasing her. Either that, or maybe the Night King does raise people back, and people that died within the castle start attacking, which is a brilliant strategy. I don't know how close he has to be in proximity. To raise his hands, yeah. Yeah, to give him the the come at me, bro. Dude, symbol. This thought just came to my head. Also, this would be really messed up because it doesn't make sense to me logistically. But what if the hound dies, mm-hmm. and the fans feel like they don't get that that fight? But then Arya takes the hound's face, and because he did fight for her, she goes and fights and for fights him. the mountain for him, as the hound. But then, how how the fuck do yeah, they do know. that whole stature thing? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. About She's such that, a man. small. I don't. I don't know. I had this thought last night. They're not going to do this, but I think it would kind of be interesting. And really fucked up where the night king wins mm. and they kill everybody but he raises everybody and they like of course this won't happen because they still have two or was it two or three more episodes after this next one yeah three more after this one so one. if he raised everybody and literally an army of dead people that cersei knew <laughs> lannisters starks all of them just <laughs> are coming for her that would, you, that would be kind of a cool episode. I mean, that would be kind of a cool thing to think that's what's coming. I mean, that's definitely not happening, but I thought about that. I was like, I would actually be satisfied with that. You know what? No, wait. No, something. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Yeah, no. The, the, so Cersei's got 20,000 soldiers, which Jamie said is way more than what they've got. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be way more than what they so have. So the only after way I can fight. see that army being defeated and you get a is with some kind of it's gotta be yeah my original thought was that they would have to fall back in some way and that either where well the iron isles is, is available yeah i mean they could always if they fall back there and that army continues south and goes to king's landing mm-hmm and then they attack from both sides. It's a shame Cersei used all that fire water. All the dragon's fire yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, that would make sense strategically. Okay, we're going to fall back to these islands where only the the Night King could get with the dragon. And so they're going to keep pushing south to King's Landing. And so Cersei's armies are going to have to fight that. Yeah. And then they come from behind. So it's basically forcing Cersei to fight with them you know what that would actually work mm-hmm. because the white walkers themselves and the night king always stay back and let the swarm go ahead if they came and flanked them from behind and took them out the armies would they would they would die as soon as their white walker boss which would their manager what their fucking whatever you want to yeah, call them their so boss they, their manager their they that guy dies wave <laughs> dies that guy dies wave dies but i'm just going to keep calling the, these, the general these captains the, the, the managers, the managers. The White Walker the shift managers. managers. The yeah, shift, shift managers. Manager. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can work the fry station. <laughs> um, before we wrap this episode up. Yeah, because I got to pee. <laughs> you just, you peed when you got here, you I know. fucking I, old I, man. I, I, I know I am. Um, let, I want to hear who you think is going to die. Next episode? Next episode. Give me your list. All right. These are my for sure's are going to die. Jamie Lannister is going to die. 
for sure. Um, I think for sure. What's what's the guy's name who keeps being resurrected? I always forget his Beric name. Dundarian. He he definitely dies. Uh, Theon definitely dies. Um, I think at least one Stark has to die. I'm trying to think because I try to think how R. Martin tries to keep moving the the puzzle pieces around him. The chess piece around to make it more diff- more interesting and more yeah. of a fuck what's going to happen now, like to make it more of a pain in the ass. So then I would have to say that then Sansa is my guess because I don't think Arya dies now. It doesn't seem right. She needs more of a thing. John can't die now. He's already. Why well, go through the project, the whole thing of resurrecting his ass from being stabbed a hundred times to have him die right here? Maybe it was just to get here, sure, but I feel like he's meant for something a little bit more. I'm what not saying he's going to survive the whole thing. Okay, but, that's fine. Um, so, oh, Podrick, definitely going to die. You think Pod's going to die? Yeah. Um, and I don't see how Tormund survives, and I really like that guy. Oh yeah. But I, I don't see Tormund. I don't see him making it through this thing either. Okay. I think he's. He, I think he's gonna save Brienne. Maybe yeah. that's how he dies. Maybe that's how he dies. Okay. I mean, I mean uh, Danny could die. She could. She could die in this episode. Danny won't die. But but yeah, I don't think she will. But but she could. Because then it makes it too easy. Because then John is. You know, there's yeah. no conflict between the two of them. Right. So they gotta have to do something that either she turns on John. Yeah. During this battle, which would be the ultimate fuck. The fuck reason. You. The reason why <laughs> Danny can't die. Is because she's the one that's making the push south yeah. for the sure. throne. Yes. If she died and John lives, John won't uh, see any reason to move south yet. Right. I and agree. She's going to want to go immediately. Yeah. Which is another thing. Like if she was smart, they would just recoup after this if they survive and then go. Yes. Unless they're worried Although about I, I Cersei think Cersei's going to send it. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, with the list you just gave, uh, I would like to add the Onion Knight. The Onion Knight oh, will yeah. die. Yeah, I always forget which about Which sucks him. because I, like I him. love him. I love him, too. I think Jorah is going to die. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want Jamie to die, but that's only because I want him to kill Cersei. But if your thought about Arya posing as Jamie to kill Cersei were a thing... Then I'd be okay with him dying here. I wonder, or I wonder if they don't show him die, die because they want to leave a little bit that maybe he's still alive. But they show him mortally wounded, and they just kind of they're leaving him behind to to take care of himself. And then she offs him, and then mm-hmm. takes a face and goes. I can see her do that too, potentially. Yeah. Um. Oh, and what's his nuts? Uh, Gray Worm definitely dies. Yeah, he's such a B character, and they gave him a, a little moment with. Sandy yeah. and I'll take you there and blah blah blah. Now you won't die. <laughs> you, you're on the front lines, motherfucker. You are dead. <laughs> Ain't no coming back. Oh, and there's definitely gonna be a lot of Northmen that die. A lot. Well, no shit. Good call. <laughs> a lot. Have we really? I mean, we've seen some Dothraki there. I want to see the Dothraki like go nuts on their horses going toward this swarm. But yeah, like that could be kind of actually pretty. That should be pretty cool. But you're gonna see a bunch of them jump onto the back of the horses. So you got the Dothraki running. You got all these fucking zombies yeah, and I shit. That could be cool. <laughs> yeah. But in the, I know you didn't watch the trailer, but they just showed the formations of the Unsullied out in yeah. front of the castle. I didn't notice Dothraki, but I mean they might come in like they did before. Swarm from behind. Yeah. So, 
yeah, it's. I th- I still, no matter what, feel like the Night King is going to take a heavy hit. Oh, he has to. Yeah, he has to take a heavy heavy yeah. hit. Um, I think for me, the only way it makes sense is if they do fall back, because that t- to me, I don't know what they're going to do with the next three episodes. Because like yeah. they already already they basically said, if we survive this, we don't have near enough people to fight Cersei. Yeah. And that's where it's all going. Right. So they need to be able to fight Cersei in some way. And the only way I see that happening is if they fall back and Cersei actually has to fight the or, dead. My original thing Plus is... Plus that would get Yara back in, in play. Winterfell, Night King loses this next episode. And then, the, and then Danny immediately sends her two remaining dragons out to the waters, fire blasts all those 20,000 soldiers in the, in the ocean. They all drown. Super simple and clean. <laughs> yeah, but then what are and they going to do with easy. the rest of the episode? And way, <laughs> and way too easy. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll bring up one more thing that, that Johnny had brought up. Uh, really have to be. Go ahead. We're almost done. We're almost done. He brought up... I completely forgot about this character because he's been gone for so long. Uh, Dario Naharis. Oh, yeah. How he stayed back in Marine. He Johnny has a thought that maybe he's made his way to the golden company and he's uh he can be an inside man mm. which would be interesting i i like that in concept i don't think they have enough story left to make that work it's not enough yeah it's almost like i feel like i feel like they, they needed two more to do eight episodes instead of six just to really finish things off but i don't know i don't know well i with the added time to some of these remaining episodes yeah. we essentially are getting Oh, and we still have to see episodes. with the whole thing with Arya. I'm still worried that what's his nuts is going to eventually come and just kill her ass. Who? The 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 uh, the fuck. What's going on with my head? Jack and Hagar. Yeah. Why would he come and kill her? She's still using their stuff, and she didn't. No, stay. He, he the way he left it was like he's like all right. Yeah, but I didn't trust right. that. And she talks about. I've seen. She knows what death what they look like and mm-hmm. and they're frightening and you don't know when they're coming or whatever or anything so she makes that comment it's even in the trailer before the season started she's voicing that it's coming for it it, it eventually come and she's afraid of it and yeah that's so, when uh they that's when they showed her running from right something but 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 she does say those lines this last episode before she's running in that thing so it makes me think they're doing a little bookmark saying she still has to somehow, because she did go off and keep doing the shit that she I don't wasn't supposed to do. I don't think that's coming back at all. I think the bravos and the, all that, I think that's done. What are you going to do with the remaining three episodes then after the Night King loses next Sunday? He's not going to lose. I, My prediction, he doesn't lose. They fall back. Yeah. His army keeps pushing south. They're going to have to come from behind. Yeah. To, that makes, that makes honestly the most sense. It does make the most sense. Lastly, what did you think of Pod's song? I think he's got a good voice. He does have a good voice. It felt a little Lord Lord of the Ringsy. It felt way to too much Lord of the Ringsy for me. <laughs> I was like, mm. uh, all right, well, we can wrap it up. We don't have this, like, I ain't got shit going on. We don't have time on anything yeah, going on. I don't have anything either. Too much yard work shit. Too much yard work shit. Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about that later. Uh, so we'll see you next week when we're probably going to be crying. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of tears. We're going to all be mourning together, and we're, I'm definitely going to be drinking next episode. <laughs> yeah, gonna, yes, have to. 
All right. So until next time, I'm going to go pee and we're born in Ohio. better <laughs> i really have to pee i really have to pee i've got my legs crossed right now i'm not even kidding you i'm squeezing you're such a lady <laughs> i'm serious <laughs> <laughs>